You're listening to Orange County's only station with critical business information, Critical Mass, with your host, Rick Franzi. Welcome to today's episode of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. This business talk show airs live on Tuesdays and Wednesdays at 4 p.m. and Thursdays at 3 p.m. We're heard exclusively here on Internet Radio Station, octalkradio.net. And we're broadcasting from the state-of-the-art, brand-new studios here in the Tech Space facility in beautiful Costa Mesa. If you're listening to the show as a podcast, we encourage you to consider listening to the show live during our broadcast times. This show is brought to you by our sponsors, Succession Strategies, Smart Stop Self Storage, Commerce National Bank, and Smart Business Magazine. The goal for this show is to help you, our listening audience, make better and more informed business decisions. If you're listening to us live today and you'd like to join in on the conversation, find the community chat room section of octalkradio.net's website, log in with your Twitter handle. This will bring you right to our engineer, who today is Paul Roberts. He'll be able to bring your thoughts, ideas, and questions to my attention, and maybe, and hopefully, I can work them into the interview that I have planned today with Jennifer and Scott Fontana of Christoph Salon Newport Beach. We're going to be right back with our first set of questions for them after this commercial timeout. Got stuff to the right, more stuff to the left. Got enough stuff, but I can't take a step, so I smart stopped. It took a minute to think I need a little better spot, not under the sea. With Smart Stop, I leave the stress at the door, because it's the smart old way to store. Smart Stop bucks the system. Call 888-97-STORAGE and mention this station. Goodbye clutter, hello floors. Smart Stop, the smarter way to store. Can we talk about your family business? You know, that thing you put your whole life's blood, sweat, and tears into? Well, what happens when you retire or try and pass that business on to your children? At Succession Strategies, we can help you find the answers. We'll guide you through the unsettling process of protecting your family legacy and successfully passing your business on to the next generation, safely and securely, ensuring that it'll both survive and thrive for generations to come. So ask yourself just one question. Can I really afford to wait? Take the first step. Take our complimentary self-assessment at SuccessionStrategies.com or call us at 714-560-9022 to set up a free consultation at your convenience. That's Succession-Strategies.com. And welcome back to this episode of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. As I said before the break, we have two guests in the studio with us, and we're fortunate to have Jennifer and Scott Fontana, Christoph Salon, Newport Beach. Welcome to the program. Thank you, Rick. Thank you. Thank Thank you for having us. It's really great great to be here. It's great to have you here. Let's start simply by asking you both, one at a time, maybe we'll start with you, Scott, and then with you, Jennifer. Tell us a little bit about your background, kind of your professional background that's led you up to Christoph Salon, Newport Beach. Oh, my, I mean, my professional background is I've been a hairdresser for close to 30 years. Wow. And I've, had, I've, I've been very fortunate to work with some of the, the biggest icons in the industry. And, uh, you know, I've just had a great career. It's brought me from, you know, starting from charging $4 a haircut to now charging $250 for a haircut. So. When did you first know in your life that this was your profession? Well, you know, <laughs> well, my mother and father did it oh, their really? whole life. Yeah. Oh, wow. um, I have two older brothers that also do hair. Holy cow, this is... 
And, you know, at, at the point, I never knew I wanted to do hair. Yeah. But my, when I was 16, year old, 16 years old, my father came to me and said, hey, uh, you're not going to college. We don't have money for you to go to college. What do you think about dropping out of high school and going to beauty school? And I said, fantastic. Because, wow. you know, it, it was just a, a, just a way to start my career, you know, my trade. Right. Was that all here in Southern California? Yes. Yeah. So you grew up in... I grew up since high school. Yeah, I grew up born in Woodland Hills, okay. California. I know Woodland Hills. Uh, went to high school here in Costa Mesa at okay. Estancia High School. And I went to beauty school here in Santa Ana. Wow. So it's like a family industry. Well, it's kind of family you. industry, yeah. Wow. yeah. Are you Italian? Italian and German. Okay. Because yeah. you know Italians. We have, I'm Italian, too. And we have family yeah, businesses. It's a family, yeah, yeah, it's it's a family business. Family. Yeah. Sure. Hey, don't ask questions. It's a family business. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Not your question. No, ask questions. Yeah. I got nothing but questions for you today. <laughs> All, right. All right. So let's start our attention to you, Jennifer. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about your background. My background's not really as exciting as Scott's is. I, I followed my passion and started at 15 years old. Okay. Um, and was very lucky and fortunate to be trained in all areas of the salon business. Uh, very lucky to have that background and also got my bachelor's in business and fashion mm-hmm. from uh, in upstate New York and have had a... Where in upstate New York? Buffalo, New York. My wife's from Buffalo, oh, New York. Get out of town. She must be a good person. <laughs> She's a great person. I love her. Good Needless people from to Buffalo. Say. Right. What, what part of Buffalo? Right in downtown okay. Buffalo, New York. Yeah. Yep. She was... Uh, Kenmore. She went to Kenmore West. I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. So anyway, maybe a little bit. Very out good. Some Very close to home. Yeah, it's a great time. See, we're, we're, we're all like family here, right? right? We are Italian. Buffalo. I'm from Pittsburgh originally. <laughs> Buffalo. Spent many a summer in good Buffalo thing. with my wife's family. All right. Well, that's interesting. That's a good combination. So, before I ask you about your salon and how you kind of got into that, how did you two get together? That's an interesting <laughs> story. <laughs> Actually, I was I was uh, opening a salon in Boston, Massachusetts. With, oh, really? with my brother, one of my brothers, uh-huh. and Jennifer was actually the first per- first hairdresser to apply for a job there. Uh oh. And yeah, uh oh. <laughs> uh, and you know, long story short, uh, my brother and I we were traveling back and forth to California, Las Vegas, and Boston. So you had salons in each location. Yes. Wow. Yes. Okay. And uh, and so Jennifer became our liaison back in Boston, mm-hmm. and then we, uh, she became our managing partner, and then. She became my wife. Wow. We became really good friends. You know, we sure. worked together. We, we hung out together whenever I was in Boston working. And and uh, it was just kind of a, it just it all fell into place. That's excellent. What yeah. a great story. I'm glad. I hope you don't mind that I asked. This no, is a business okay. talk show. But, that's you know, okay. we are. Four children later, we're, we're doing it. <laughs> Ten years married, four children. <laughs> wow. Now. What's the, okay, so what's the age difference? Then? Oh, there's just five years between four, four of them. Wow. Yeah. Okay. All, all under eight. Any more? No. No. Okay. Well. No. Dog, we just got a new dog. <laughs> I always have to. Have <laughs> yeah, I just gotta, just gotta keep throwing, you right. know, something, into something the fire. in there. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about the salon, uh, Fashion Island, right? Fashion yes. Island, Newport yes. Beach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was? Tell me the history and the background to Christoph Salon. Well, Christoph is is a Beverly Hills name, a celebrity stylist, yes. if you will. Um, he's had the salon in Fashion Island since 1999, and. Uh, we were very fortunate to, when we moved back into town from back east, uh, we were very fortunate to be introduced to Christoph, and we, we put a deal together. I mean, you know, long story short, put a deal together and went into business. Sounds partnership. so simple, huh? We put a deal yeah, together. Exactly. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yep, yeah. yep. One piece of paper, back of a napkin. <laughs> <Pretty much. laughs> I mean, it was pretty much like that okay. at first, but uh, yeah, I mean, Christoph, he's just a great man, a great stylist, a right. great business person. Uh, we took the salon over in 2010. And grew it by, I mean, since then by over 150% in the past three years. That's one of the things that caught our attention here on the radio mm-hmm. program is the fact that during what might be viewed as tough and have been tough economic times, you've been able to not have that affect your business and, in fact, go the, grow the business, which is 
uh, from a business owner's perspective, one of the things that I want to talk to you about a little bit later in the interview. Absolutely. Sorry yeah. to interrupt you, but no, that's okay. That's okay. okay. No, we we you know we went in. It, it, Christoph kind of abandoned it just a little bit because the mall was going to move them and do all this thing. And they kept Christoph hanging for a little while with the business, but uh, in 2010. The mall was keeping the salon where it, in its location where it is now. Okay. So we came in, we gutted it, remodeled it, fired, got rid of a few people, you you know, a few bad that. seeds, right? And hired a bunch of great people, new people, and you know, uh, hired a PR firm, Bolt PR, and uh, and we've been working with them ever since. And hey, this is what we do. This is what we take over. So, so how many chairs do you have in the salon? Is that the right? Am yeah. I am I using the right lingo? Yeah, you're using okay. the right lingo. So Jennifer, how many chairs are in the? We're salon? about. Scott would know this better because okay. we, we between have... all the remodels, we keep changing. <laughs> keep adding. <laughs> and we're still space. growing upstairs, so Great. we keep oh, upstairs adding. Too? We, we, yeah. we, have, uh, we have 21 stations now, um, and we're adding nine more upstairs. Wow. Because yeah. you have the demand in your space. We have the demand. Yeah, we have the space. You know, we've created such a, such a beautiful, thriving, energetic business where people want to come work with us. You know, we've created this culture that people have just fallen in love with. Okay. And so they want to come work with us, so we have to make more room. So that leads me to the next question, which I wanted to ask you both. From your perspective, what makes the experience of your salon different, unique? What What is it that is your brand in the marketplace? Well, I'm gonna, I'll am gonna i answer that first, mm-hmm. uh, and then I'll have, we'll have Jennifer sure. add to that. One thing that makes us very unique is every new client that comes into the salon that's not referred to a particular stylist. They're just coming to the salon. They've never been there before. Okay. And they're coming to the salon. They actually have a consultation with me. They meet with me, and I spend anywhere five to fifteen minutes with them. I get to know them, uh, and so, and then it's my job to either create the style for them and the look that the new look that we're going to do on them, and then introduce them to a stylist and or colorist okay. that I feel is the best suited for them, personality-wise, and also hair-wise. Is it your experience then that many new clients are looking to improve their look and they're seeking you out for no, that? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. And does that work equally as well for men as well as women? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. So you have the. We have a very large male clientele. We have about a 35% male clientele in our salon. Okay. And so Which from your big. professional experience, you can help. Uh, a man achieve a look as well as you can. I, I guess I would be a little biased thinking maybe women with longer hair and more to work with and coloring and stuff you, you know, might have more. It's all it's all relative. You know, it's all okay. relative. Somebody with shorter hair looking for something new and different. Somebody with longer hair looking for something new and different. All right. It's all relative. Okay. Did you want Jennifer? Jennifer, you want to add? Yeah, a little bit to I, that? I do want to add to that. I think it's great that we're as owners, we're always there. So I think it really helps the business a lot that everybody knows us. And the other thing I think is really special is our staff. Our staff is all hand chosen. They're all great. We don't have anybody that doesn't want to be there, and everybody's happy. And I think that's a lot that adds to our culture. Right. That is the experience, right? Because if you're there, I mean, if you're a guy, you're there for an hour. Mm -hmm. If you're a woman, you might be there longer, depending Mm -hmm. on the treatments and the color. So if it's a pleasant, fun experience. They want to be there. And one other question I want to ask. As I understand the business model in your industry, you business owners as in the salon also have the opportunity to bring in the uh, stylists who maybe have their own book of business and aren't does, are working for you but are 1099 contractors many times is that the business model of, of Christoph or how does that how does that apply to you without getting confidential no, that's... we go both ways with it okay. we, we have half of our half of our stylist colorists are independent contractors or renters right. if you will and the other half are commissioned employees okay so you know uh, 
Best of both worlds. Best of both worlds. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, that's yeah. what I would think, especially um, when people want to be there as a as an independent contractor. They can choose to put their chair wherever they think is the best for their brand, their, sure. their individual Absolutely. brand. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. And so and the, grow their there's business. that um, synergy, I would mm-hmm. think, between the individual contractor and your salon. You know, and for us, with our independent contractors, independent contractor renters, we treat them the same as everyone else. Okay. You know, the, the commission stylists, the employees, the renters, everyone gets treated pretty much the same way. I mean, there's obviously there's a few small differences. Has to be. But yeah, there has to be. By law, yeah. However, though, uh, we don't think any differently of them. We okay. help them build their businesses, which is so important and why they want to be there. That is so important, isn't it? And we we offer everything to them as we would our employees. Wow. You know, so that probably builds loyalty and the builds, tenure and why go somewhere else. and Sure. Yeah. And, well, it, and it's up to them to take advantage of it right. as well. We don't make them do anything. You know, so it's not mandatory for the independent renters. Okay, so we have entrepreneurs as well as business owners, CEOs who listen to this program. And if you're in Southern California and you're an entrepreneur who happens to be in this industry, you might want to think about if you're come on over. If there's a place that might be better, maybe Christoph Salon and Fashion Island Newport Beach is a, is an option for you. You know, Scott, I, I'd seen that. You recently were a judge for OC's Best Hairstylist Competition. Can you describe that experience? And then also, I'm curious about the state of your industry, specifically here in Orange County. Okay. Uh, Great question, Rick. Uh, Let me just correct you just for a second on that. I was one of the judges, but I was also the producer of the show. Oh, okay. It was my show that that I put together. Thank you. um, Which was fantastic. And, you know... when when I was in, when I was in the industry back in in the 1980s, uh, late 80s, uh, when I started my career here in Orange County, the, the salons as a whole, the, the industry and the community of the industry, everyone was always together doing stuff. We would go to nightclubs and and we'd get five salons, five different salons together and just oh, okay. do these shows at, at these you know the local nightclubs. Uh-huh. And hairdressers would come and we'd just have a great time. We don't do that anymore. The industry doesn't do that anymore, and so. What I want to do is bring the industry back together in our community and in each community because we're just not stopping here in, in Orange County with the, with the show. Okay. Um, our next show is going to be in L.A., the, uh, the early part of 2014. Excellent. It's, it's really bringing the industry back together, becoming a stronger uh, community in this industry. It so looked like goal. people were having fun. I watched. You have a video clip, uh, mm-hmm. and I watched the video clip just to get a sense for what was going on. And there was a lot of energy in that room. Uh, you know, for our first show, we had over 250 people there. Um, it was at a, a great local nightclub here in Costa Mesa. Um, and it was just high energy. I mean, it was just, they had a lot of fun. It was something different, you know. They, they haven't had that for a long time. The industry right. hasn't had that for a very long time. Because I saw one of the clips I remember was a stylist was cutting a lady who had blonde hair, was cutting the hair, and then all of a sudden he removes the oh, it was that a wig. Was that was me. That was, that was, that was you? That was me. <laughs> <laughs> That was, that was so cool. How I, do you I, drop I, that? I opened, the, I opened the show with okay. uh, my model wearing a blonde wig, long right. hair, right. very long. I cut it up to her chin, cut it all off, and then I started taking pins out of it, took the wig off, threw it, and she had this beautiful, long, naturally red hair. Right. And we and we had some fun with that, too. It was a lot of fun. That's yeah. crazy. So yeah. you, there will be uh, future OC Best Hairstylist competitions then? Well, each year. Each we'll year. We'll do OC, Orange County. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and my goal is to go to each county. Like our next one's going to be in L.A. Uh, L.A. is very large, so we're going to do a portion of L.A. for the first time. Right. But my goal is to have you know six of them a year and, and just and keep going from city to city. Well, that's great. 
Reinvent yeah. the industry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One competition at a time. Yeah, exactly. I wonder why they've gotten the industry has gotten away from having that level of whatever that is, friendliness. The industry's still there. It's just it's just it took a left turn. Okay. You know, it took a left turn. Most salons in Orange County are rental salons. So everyone is independent. There's not a lot of working together anymore. Okay. As as salons as a whole. So everyone's individually, they're all doing their own thing. So the salon owners, you know, tend to, they care, but not that much because they're renters. You know, they, they, they care about the renters, giving them their weekly checks, right? giving the salon owners their weekly checks. And so, you know, again, what we want to do is, is bring the community of hairdressers and the industry back together again. Because it seems like it's a, I don't think you could be in your industry if you didn't like people. No, it's definitely a people so, service. So by people people industry, I mean, yeah. they're, they're a sociable a person, lot, right? Yeah, it's a yeah. personal service, yeah. Right, and yeah. so that sounds sort of lonely. I do a lot of coaching for business owners and CEOs who are you know lonely at the top thing. They're the only boss in the company because they're at the top of the pyramid and they're a small mid-market company. And many times they feel isolated because they can't really connect with people on a peer level because they're the boss of everybody in the room. Right. And so I, I know that feeling of isolation, and I would think even the business, the salon owners who have contractors who are renters they really don't have that kind of relationship that you can build it sounds like you've built in your salon as well correct yeah, yeah. so that that's yeah. if you look at the landscape in orange county of salons are most of them individual or multi small multi-units or are there is it owned by large firms that have you know a footprint with a lot of outlets yeah. no they're individual they're individual, individual owners you have a okay. small footprint and so they um we got about a minute left before the next commercial break does price do a lot to sort of differentiate and stratify the market? Because you you mentioned before what you charge for is $250. And then there are prices that range probably a little bit higher than that and, and certainly a lot less than that. Is is that a, a large determinant for the type of clientele? Or how much does price play into uh, sort of the brand? Well, you know that old saying, you get what you pay for? Yes. Well, I'm not saying there are great hairdressers out there, you know, that don't charge enough for, for their for their talent. We've just we've priced ourselves, you know, where we're at because this particular type of clientele that we want to attract, right? And the type of clientele, you know, the very high end, high fashion client, you know, the, the housewives, the the businesswoman, the businessmen. We just love that particular type of person, and that's who listens to this radio show. So if you're looking for a new salon to go to, maybe you want to check them out at the uh, towards the end of the show. I'm going to ask you for kind of more specifics on where they can find your salon, sure. both online so, and in person. So we're going to take our next commercial break. When we come back, I've got more questions for you. Perfect. I hope you're interested in the conversation that we're having today with Jennifer and Scott Fontana. I would encourage you, if you're listening live and you have a question, tweet it in to Paul Roberts, our engineer. We'll see if we can work it into the conversation. Be back after these commercial words. Smart Business Network is a business-to-business multimedia company providing insight, advice, and strategy for C-level executives of fast growth, middle market, and large companies. As one of the nation's largest publishers of local management journals, under the Smart Business name, Smart Business Network publishes 19 regional print editions, presents dozens of large and small-scale business conferences and award programs, and produces a vibrant interactive digital media presence. For more information, visit us at www.sbnonline.com. My company made the switch to Commerce National Bank about six months ago. Our relationship officer was there every step of the way to make the transition as seamless as possible. We had an early hiccup with a deposit scanner, but they dropped everything and drove right to our offices to help. We couldn't feel better about our decision to switch. 
Instead of calling an 800 number and navigating through automated menus, now I call my Commerce National Bank Relationship Officer directly for any questions we have. Just knowing that they're so easily accessible and willing to help really puts me at ease. They offer the same technology as the big banks, but deliver it with superior service and training. They're also rated a full five stars by Bauer Financial. So if your organization is a small or medium-sized business in Orange County, you should make the switch too. Call Mary Miller, Senior Vice President, at 949-870-3863 or visit them online at www.commercenatbank.com. That's commercenatbank.com. Give Commerce National a chance to do better than your bank, and they'll handle the rest. Welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. As I said, and you probably know because you've been listening to the program, we have the owners of Christophe Salon in Newport Beach, Jennifer and Scott Fontana. I would like to acknowledge those listeners who listen to our show as an MP3 download off of iTunes or Stitcher or one of the other podcasting services that we use. Uh, the la- latest data says that over the past 30 days, we've had over 7,000 downloads of the various programs that have aired. And we continue to want to thank you for and appreciate the fact that you are uh, continue to listen to our radio show. Tell two friends about it, business owners and executives. This show is here for you to learn from peers, and we're learning in our conversation today with Jennifer and Scott. I- I'd like to get back to what we had said earlier in the interview about your ability to continue to grow and expand your salon during what were very difficult financial times here in Orange County. Can you give us a little sense from a business owner perspective? What what, what made that possible for you? Yeah. You wanna, you... No, yeah. <laughs> the, what, growing our business, it's a lot, of, a lot of time that we put into it, a lot of time, day and night. Right. We're always there or at home, always, always doing it to build it. I think it takes about, right now, about four years to really get it on its feet on its own. Um, but it's putting a lot of work, a lot of work and education into the staff. And working with, like, our marketing and PR group, Bolt PR, mm-hmm. who has been fantastic to put our salon in the community. So it is part of it is awareness as well? Absolutely. Community okay. awareness is huge. Right. And the fact that it was an existing property that people may have had an experience with, but sort of under new ownership, is that a fair thing to say? Sure. Yeah, And that yeah, you, you, breathe, you breathe your own vision and your mission and your culture into the organization. So You, you know... I always believe what you put out there comes back. I do, too. So, I mean, with us, I mean, Jennifer and I, we have a background in hospitality, uh, very high-end hospitality training. And so, for us, it's it's treating every client that walks through the door with that sense of just very, you know, five-star service and five-star experience. So, once the client comes in and experiences that, you know, they go out and tell their friends. They go out and tell their family. They right. go out so and tell Facebook. They go out and, and tell Twitter. Facebook. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thank you, social stuff. media. Yeah. Immediately. Yeah. You probably haven't even left the salon yet. You know, <laughs> one of our, one of our biggest uh, uh, advertising tools is Yelp. You know, the reviews on Yelp right. and our rating on Yelp. You know, we, we get tons and tons of clients just from that. Right. Even at your price points, people are checking Yelp as well. Huh? Yes. So it's, it, yeah. it, it's not just at a certain part of the market. It's across the market. A, a big thing, too, is, you know, a lot of, because of the way the industry is right now here in Orange County because of the independent rental salons. You know, the hairdressers aren't educating themselves as much as they would be if they were a commissioned employee because the the salon owner would actually insist on right. their his his or her employees getting educated. Right. Which we do. Which we do. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. We constantly are keeping up with you know and, and, and educating ourselves on new trends and creating new trends and all that. 
So are the clients come in for that because they're tired of either getting the same old thing or something outdated. You know, there is one haircut that is going around and people are still doing, and it's that, that Jennifer Aniston kind of Rachel Shag kind of look that yeah, was I 1995. Tried that. Yeah, I tried that. It, it, it didn't work. Didn't work yeah, for you. I, I felt a little out of date. And, you know, whether if it's short or longer look of that, it's still a version of that, right. and it's still clients don't like that anymore. They don't like it. It's hard for them to work with. And, and so a big thing for us is just keeping up with the education. Let's talk about trends for a minute, and let's talk about kind of business trends. What you see as far as the business model in Orange County is that in you know we export a lot of things from Southern California to the rest of the country. I trends. I just I'm amazed. I'm reading a book right now on fast food called the Fast Food Nation, and it's a little bit disappointing to realize mm-hmm. that fast food really originated here in Orange County in Southern California. <laughs> depending on your depending on your perspective of fast food, I think everything in moderation. But you know we sure. tend to not do that in moderation in this country, unfortunately. Anyway, I don't like to get into that too much, but all I'm saying is that's another evidence of something that started here. What are the trends that you're seeing from a business perspective across the country relative to ownership of salons and, and renters and, and that well, dynamic? One thing about Orange County and, or Southern California as a whole, we are the, the leading, I don't know, state or area or county for rental salons in the nation. In the nation, back you know the East Coast has not. We don't have any one hundred percent. You know, maybe a few are popping up here and there on the East Coast. Jennifer said yeah. we, and well, I just we want to because remind I'm her. East, I'm still in East Coast. <laughs> yeah, no, it's hard. <laughs> you call that back home? I'm going back home to Buffalo. I, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm still in East Coast. It's hard. hard. It's, yeah, sorry. Didn't you know, mean so, so for for me, for and I, I'm speaking for Jennifer as well. For us, we want to, as far as the trend goes here, uh-huh. we want to bring that back. Wow. We want to we want to set that trend of having commissioned salons and keeping quality control and keeping you know and creating the teams that right. we used to be in the salon and just create more and more salons like that. Kind of switch it how it used to be. This is the second week in a row where uh, our guests are looking to bring back a business model that worked in the past in their industry. I had we had Tyler Russell who is the owner of a radio station that just started in Laguna Beach. And the reason why he started this radio station in Laguna Beach was to bring back free-form FM radio and let the disc jockeys program their own music because it's all been corporatized and it's all homogenized into the same playlist across the country. So it's interesting. And the, the teachable moment there was any industry, look at what has fallen out of favor and see if you can bring it back because that can be your point of differentiation. And I think you can achieve more profit by being different. Absolutely. Because you can find clients who, like you, remember the day when. Maybe they don't understand why it's changed because they don't understand your industry, but they understand the experience. And you, if you can develop a different experience, which it sounds like right in the early when I ask you what makes your salon unique and different, yeah, you talked about this. Experience. So yeah. your success will create imita- imitators, and maybe maybe others will say, you know what, maybe that is the, what they're doing is the right way to go. And well, not- you know, I look at it as hairstyles. Come okay. and go, and then right. they come back around. You know, it's a vicious cycle. So why not the business model? You know, yeah. why 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 can we not bring that back? Well, we had Ron and do that again. Ron v- Vigiano of Austin Taylor uh, Custom Suits, mm-hmm. and we were talking about how trends in 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 tailoring have come and go and come back around. And he said something, and I, again, I think it's a teachable moment. I don't know. I, I trust his industry knowledge. He was talking about the latest trends being a much more slim kind of. English style of suit versus the Italian big puffy collars and all that stuff and shoulders. And he said he thought from seeing the trends change, during tougher economic times, the designers designed to a thinner, less material content 
wardrobe because it kind of saves them on material costs. And I thought, Ron, if you hadn't been on my desk, I would have never. I buy it. Very Matter of fact, here I am repeating right? it. It could be the sure. great white mistake, but lie. But you know, I, uh, I believe them, and it sounded sounded logical. That's what's so cool about having such a diverse group of people on the show, ladies and gentlemen. We get to learn from your vicariously from your experience what you do all day, every day, and it sounds like on weekends too. It's your life, right? It's part of it. Yeah, yeah. it's part of our life. Come on, it's yeah. in your DNA. Yeah. It's like, yeah. It really is. Yeah. yeah, which is great. You know, we like to at least take one day out of the week Good. just to not think of it at all. Good. Yeah, right. You know, yeah. spend it with the kids and do right. all that. You know, okay, that's so fun too, right? Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Kids are fun. Big part. You know, Absolutely. They're a lot of work, but they are. Fun. We don't want to lose out on that side of life. <laughs> Maybe they'll be yeah. listening to the show. Let's talk about. We all have them in our business. Current challenges. Part of the reason why I like to ask our guests to kind of share a current challenge you're facing is not so that we understand your challenge as much as we learn from what you might be doing or planning to do to try to mitigate that challenge from affecting your business in any significant way. So if you could think of challenges that are in the business, Jennifer, is there one that you'd like to share with our audience? Yeah, one of the biggest challenges I think that we're facing right now is expanding and is our expansion trying to grow our business and the obstacles of, let's just say, the city, you know, <laughs> putting you know, putting their hand up, wait a second, and slowing down our process of growth is a big one. Yeah, I mean, that's we've a been, huge challenge. We've been trying to ex- expand our upstairs for a year now. Since November yeah. of uh, really? 2012. And yeah. And we've gotten a lot we of... We just got approved. Hey! Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just got approved last week. <laughs> okay. But a lot of red tape, and so that slows down, that slows down your growth. You wouldn't think Absolutely. in this climate that would be a challenge. I, I, I'm disappointed to hear that, that you would think that municipalities and local government would do not. And I hope they're not listening the, to us. The job yeah, created. You know, okay. we don't want right. to pull our no, permits or anything. Like that. No, yeah. we love you. We love are, you. It's constructive <laughs> feedback for them. Right. <laughs> yes. They, everybody should be open right. to a little yeah. constructive criticism. It's because we love. It's because we care sure. that we comment. Right? Yes, That's absolutely. It. Okay. Yeah. So thank you. All right. One other thing that is a fun <laughs> question. Okay, we got through that. Totally. They won't know. Uh, edit that out, Paul. Yeah. Uh, the MP3 version. We'll take out the. I'd like to ask you about a painful lesson that you learned in your career that you kind of carry with you and was really constructive, but at the time might have felt a diff- like it was a difficult experience. Do you have one of those where you, you, you learned a life lesson, a business lesson that you're kind of using to guide you today, but it, it happened you know, either recently or in a distance past that you'd like to share? Well, I'm going to talk about a little distance pass. You know, for for me, for a while there, I was the risk taker. And this was before I met Jennifer or anything. And so for me, I, I was always willing to take a risk, put it all out there. Because if you don't, you never know. Right. You never know what will happen. So, you know, I, I, I you know, built a, a day spa next to my salon that completely failed. You know, and I was a quarter of a million dollars in the hole. Oh. You know, and so. <laughs> wow. And um, it's right next to your store. It's right so next to my store. So you can't get away from it. Yeah, you can't get away from it now. <laughs> It's like pain. You know, and so that was a big challenge for me coming out of that hole. However, though, you know, again, maybe a year later, <clears throat> without having any money, I mean, I tell you, I mean, I've made a million dollars and I've I've lost a million dollars, you know, I've been flat broke before. Story and so an entrepreneur. Yeah, exactly. And so when when we were opening the salon in Boston, how we got to that, if we have a, a minute. Yes. Uh, my brother asked me if he had a connection in Boston and, and where he was in Las Vegas. If I wanted to go open a salon in Boston or go take a look at this location in Boston, I said, yeah, I would love to, but I have no money. I don't have any money to fly there. I don't have any money for a hotel room. <laughs> I don't, you know, I barely have enough money to eat myself, you know. He's like, don't worry about it. I'll take care of it for you. Just come with me. I'm like, okay, great. Is he your older brother? My older yeah. brother. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there you go. And so, I, and I have no money to put into the salon, you know, for the business. He's like, don't worry about it. We'll work it out. So I was like, okay, great. 
So we went to Boston. He flew me to Boston. And for dinner, I was eating these little burritos from 7-Eleven that you heat up in the microwave, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, and we looked at the location, and it was a fantastic location. And he said, you know, what do you think? I said, it's fantastic. However, I have no money. I'll get the money, but I have no money. You know, I'm in debt, you know, almost a quarter of a million dollars. I'll figure it out because it was just a perfect business to do. Okay. Perfect salon. So anyways, long story short, about eight months later, we opened the salon, my brother and I, with Jennifer. Okay. And so so my biggest challenge was, not my biggest challenge, but my biggest... Yeah, lesson. Lesson okay. was keep keep at it, you know, keep risking and keep throwing uh, it out there. Okay. Because, you know, what did Einstein, he tried a thousand different things until one really worked, you right. know? So keep really risking and, and keep putting it out there because, you know, again, what you put out there comes back. That's great. That's a... Uh, I wish Paul. We have to get a gong for the studio because I, I many times when we have a teachable moment on the show, I I use the euphemism. I like to have a gong to Ray to remind us the, the audience. That's but doesn't he have point. like a little sound effect? Sound I don't know. I do. If you want me to go find one here, no, that's okay. I was, I was just teasing you. But we are going to take our final commercial break, and when I come back, I have two quick questions for you. When we get back, one is about the future. I'm really interested in what your vision for the future is for your brand here in Orange County and sounds like points outside of Orange County. So ladies and gentlemen, don't go anywhere. We're having a fascinating time, at least I am, with Jennifer and Scott Fontana. We'll be right back after these words from our commercial sponsors. This is the sound of a flat screen television hurled off a building. Now the new bike your kid wants. These are the things you could have all cast into oblivion. Because when you throw away money on wasted electricity, you throw away everything you could have bought with it. Use Energy Star light bulbs and appliances, and you could save hundreds of dollars a year. Saving energy saves you money. Learn more at energysavers.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Energy and the Ad Council. If you are an Orange County business executive, this message is for you. Do you ever feel isolated with no place to turn for advice or feedback? Who holds you accountable to your commitments in your company? Where do you find the right resources to help you and your company grow? If you have these questions, then Critical Mass for Business might be the answer for you. Critical Mass for Business is committed to helping you make better decisions. These are groups of peers running businesses just like you, providing a great sounding board to test ideas and concepts, review plans and goals, and present issues and opportunities for discussion. The result is improved strategy, accountability, people, and execution skills. If you are interested in learning more, go to www.criticalmassforbusiness.com and learn more about our executive peer group. Welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. This is our final segment today. It's an interesting time. I'm having fun with Jennifer and Scott Fontana of Christophe Salon. And uh, before we get back to the interview, I just want to let you know that our audience demographic is 98% business owners and executives who listen to learn from our guests, as I'm sure you're doing today, ladies and gentlemen. If your firm is interested in reaching this these top decision makers, then advertising on a radio show may be the answer. Each month, our sponsors gain valuable exposure through their support of our program. We deliver over 20,000 highly targeted sponsor impressions a month. If you'd like to learn more, contact our advertising department at 949-887-4104. All right, Scott, Jennifer, talk to me about the future. What do you see for your brand? What's the future? I'll have you back in a couple years, and what are we going to be talking about? What does the business look like at that point? 
an empire. Oh. Right? <laughs> you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Be afraid. Oh. If you're in our industry, be very afraid. You know, uh, we have to open more salons. Okay. We definitely have to open more salons because we're constantly training new people that are coming into the salon, and we have constant people asking to work with us. Right. So we definitely have to open more salons because our salon's only so big. Um, we, Jennifer and I both have developed our own brands of product Ooh. line. Okay. Uh, mine's Scott Fontana Collection and Jennifer's Hair Gloss. Um, and so we're constantly growing those brands and adding to those brands. So uh, that and me personally, I have a personal uh, goal of mine within the next uh, three, four years, which is to open a beauty school. Really? To give back to the kids and to do something completely different than what's what's happening today with the beauty schools today. Can I ask you in what way would it be different? Um, a lot more education to where they can actually come out of the beauty school and go directly to a salon and have more education than most of the hairdressers in that salon. Wow. So you have a lot of different things on your plate, don't I you? I do, yes. We I do. love we the do. fact <laughs> that both of you have your own product line, too. Absolutely. Which, it, it, diversification, we preach that here on Critical Mass Rate. It's great to have multiple revenue streams. Mm-hmm. It smooths out everything, and it can accelerate your growth because they grow at uneven rates. And Absolutely, and it's fantastic because it supports the services that we do in the salon and every when, day. And when it's complementary to your mm-hmm. core business, then it, it brings you even added revenue just by being there. Right. Yeah. So, can, can I ask you a little bit about your line then? Absolutely. What is the name again of it? Hair gloss. Hair gloss. Hair and, gloss. And what are you intending for the it's, products? It's a semi-permanent color line. Okay. Um, and it refreshes your hair color in between services. So it's sheer. Nothing could ever go wrong at home, and all it does is make your hair color last a little bit longer and makes your hair looking great from salon visit to salon visit. Well, that's important, too, isn't it? Because Absolutely. Because as soon as you walk out of the salon, your hair is starting to go back to whatever you didn't want it to not. be when you walked in. But, I mean, <laughs> gradually, though, gradually, right? I mean, Absolutely. And at some point. And, the... and all of the colorists out there, our name is, is walking all around, and we want to make sure that it looks good okay. between visits. And are these for sale now? Yes, they are. Are they for sale at our salon. At the salon. At the salon, yes, yeah, yeah. For sale at Christoph's salon. Uh, and, and your product line as well? Yes. Yeah. So oh, I have a shampoo st- and styling line, what we call a wet line. Okay. So it's a few different shampoos and conditioners, a couple masks, and a whole line of styling products. Okay. And that's what gets me, because I only cut hair in the salon, and Jennifer only colors hair in the salon. Okay. So our whole salon is, indivi- is departmentalized. So uh-huh. we specialize in either cutting or coloring. Okay. And so, so that's why I did my styling line and jennifer did the color line and the greatest thing about jennifer about hair gloss is that we do hair gloss as a service in the salon and then you can actually take it home and do that same service at home in and, home yeah well that's nice yeah. So that's fantastic. That's great, right? Because he's that, my biggest cheerleader. Yeah. <laughs> is this a recent thing? How long have you had these lines? Uh, I mean, hair, hair, hair gloss? glosses from we launched in two thousand and nine. Yeah. Okay. And my product line, I just recently rebranded it. In uh, 2013. Right. So those could grow independently of the salons as well, right? I mean, they could. Sure. So you can sell them in mm-hmm. a salon. Are you planning on selling them online? Or? We sell them we online. Oh, you we do sell them already yeah. online? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So people can find them online. Well, we're. <laughs> yes, we're. I'm since just we, saying what you said. Yeah, I know. I did say that. <laughs> hey, I did no, say that. <laughs> the, the, the web store is up. not up yet. Okay. Well, you know, yeah. but it will be, you yeah. know, scottfontanacollection.com. Okay. Um, and but you can go to hairgloss.com and read every all about hair gloss. Okay. Uh, we also have a, a baby line of products too called Badass Baby, <laughs> uh, which is you know ninety eight. <laughs> you could use that at home. Too. Yeah, we save do. you money. <laughs> yeah, uh, which is a ninety eight to one hundred percent all natural product for the babies because you know 
when we had our kids, we were always looking right. for something real natural. And so, that's hard to find. It is. I mean, because even is. sometimes labeling can be misleading, Absolutely. right? It says all natural. Well, what does that really mean? Right. It's really based on the integrity of the producer, the quality of the content of the products. I have a, a client, Jenny Ross, with 118 degrees, and you know she's into raw foods and healthy eating. And it's amazing what I've learned from her. About that industry, yes, yeah, it is. great yeah. restaurant, yeah. great so, restaurant. But a shout out well, to Jenny Ross. Yeah. Well, Badass Baby is not organic, <laughs> okay. and it's not raw. Right, it's just you know ninety-eight to one hundred. You're not going to eat it either, right? You know, yeah. So, yeah. Right. Okay, no. you know. that's great. So, if someone wanted, if they wanted to locate your salon, either online or in person, can you give them directions on how Absolutely. to do that? Absolutely, online. We're located at www.christophsalonnb.com. And then oh, I'm sorry, I'm going to interrupt you. It's okay. ChristophNB.com. No okay. salon. We dropped the salon. And then we're at 315 Newport Center Drive inside of Fashion Island. And if someone doesn't know how to spell Christoph? C R I S T O P H E. Got it. All right. Well, this has been thoroughly enjoying. Enjoyable for me. Thank I you. Love- we had a- Rick, thank you so much. This has been great. And I will, I, I definitely, I was going to have you back on anyway just because I've enjoyed the experience so much. <laughs> but now with the diversification in the business as well, I'd really like to have you come back because I think that there are teachable moments in that for people that are listening to this radio show about how to build multiple revenue streams that are complementary to protect your business and really grow it. And kind of, I think also, you make it a little bit more stable that way because you're not a one you're not depending on one line of revenue. You have sure. these alternatives. Sure. And you can sometimes make the business even larger. You know, the, the funny thing, too, Rick, just the other day, I think it was yesterday or a couple of days ago, I said to Jennifer, Jennifer, we need to think of something else. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not satisfied with what you have. we got to keep going. we just got to keep yeah. going and think of something else. Okay. You know, I, I always believe if, you, if, you know, if you're standing still, you're, you're, you're not growing. Right. And if you're not growing, you're dying. Right. And there sounds like in your industry there is an opportunity, too, for an aggressive young couple such as you are to really take your model not just into Orange County but into other locations and across other the Other counties, other cities, other states. Yeah, definitely. there's a whole big country out there, isn't yep. it? And everybody's yep. hair is growing. Everybody's yep. hair is growing. Everybody right. needs a haircut. And, and, and I would think, I guess I thought we were done, but the engineer's not cutting me off yet, so i got a little bit more time. Uh, one other thing, bringing that cachet of, doing it in not just Orange County, but in Newport Beach, the other cities and states, I think that has tremendous appeal. Oh, Would, it definitely does. You do this in, yes, Fashion Island. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just the name is sexy, right? It is. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is yeah. fantastic. I mean, you know, when you say Newport Beach, pretty much everybody knows Newport Beach. Right. Where it is, you know, right. across the, the, the country, across, you know, the world. So. Right. It's it's Orange County has so much potential, and I think coming, really out, coming out of this recession, on, really it's does. entrepreneurs like you two. They're going to help to bring and drive this economy at a faster rate, as it has been, than most of the other countries. So, again, thank you for your time. We're going to have you back mm-hmm. on the program in the future. I've really enjoyed our time. Thank you, Rick. Thank we you appreciate so it. much. Appreciate thank it. You. Thank you. All right. We'll be right back to wrap the show after these words from Paul Roberts here at octalkradio.net. This is the sound of a flat-screen television hurled off a building. Now the new bike your kid wants. These are the things you could have all cast into oblivion. Because when you throw away money on wasted electricity, you throw away everything you could have bought with it. Use Energy Star light bulbs and appliances, and you could save hundreds of dollars a year. Saving energy saves you money. Learn more at energysavers.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Energy and the Ad Council. Can we talk about your family business? You know, that thing you put your whole life's blood, sweat, and tears into? Well, what happens when you retire? 
or try and pass that business on to your children. At Succession Strategies, we can help you find the answers. We'll guide you through the unsettling process of protecting your family legacy and successfully passing your business on to the next generation, safely and securely, ensuring that it'll both survive and thrive for generations to come. So ask yourself just one question. Can I really afford to wait? Take the first step. Take our complimentary self-assessment at SuccessionStrategies.com or call us at 714-560-9022 to set up a free consultation at your convenience. That's Succession-Strategies.com. Welcome back to Critical Mass Radio Show. This is your host, Rick Franzi, having a great time this afternoon on the program. Uh, Scott and Jennifer mentioned during uh, the wrap-up of the show offline, off-air, that they actually have an 800 number as well. So if you're interested in the products, you can call them directly. Call this 800 number, which is 800-277-6143. Again, that's 800-277-6143. We only have a few minutes here left on Critical Mass Radio Show. I did want to call your attention to the September 17th Executive Conference. I'll be hosting at the Center Club in Costa Mesa, California. We do this every year. We do it in September. This is the fourth year where we've had an executive conference. I'm assembling a panel of speakers who can talk about this topic, ladies and gentlemen, owning your niche, being competitive around a core set of clients, your value proposition, and your customers. Understand what it is that you do better than anyone else because that is your niche. So if you're interested in understanding how you can increase your profitability, grow your revenue, expand and deepen your customer relationships and loyalty, then you may want to consider attending the September 17th Executive Conference, which is a breakfast morning meeting. More information can be found on my website, criticalmass4business.com. Well, I'd like to thank our engineer, Paul Roberts, today for the help that he's given us on the program. Our producer is Rachel Franzi. Our marketing communications manager is Kelly Faltus, and our guest coordinator is Kathleen Shepard. This is Rick Franzi, your host of Critical Mass Radio Show, saying until the next time we have a chance to talk, here's hoping that all of your decisions will move your business in a positive direction. You've been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show right here on OCTalkRadio.net.